Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Hello, bad people. Welcome to our show. Anyone who want to learn more about lead generation, B2B lead generation, welcome. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Lee Goff. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, a big pleasure. I want to learn more, especially about lead generation, because marketers often create content that didn't convert. And uh, I see all the time. I remember when I spoke with webmaster who lost 400,000, right? a lot of traffic yeah he spent so much time to create this content but he didn't lose any sales so <laughs> i don't know why we need to have this traffic and marketers chase metrics like uh, likes comments many things but it doesn't help to sell lee before we start just tell more about yourself experience background and anything that can help our listeners to learn more about you definitely i'm lee golf i am a marketing agency coach i um started my very first agency in 2003 i built that into a it actually ended up being this keep now it used to be infusionsoft uh we were the world's largest implementation partner for uh, keep the crm uh, and I eventually sold that, successfully exited that company in June of 2016. And since then, I have dedicated my professional career to making agency owners' lives easier. So that's what mm -hmm. we do, right? And so all I do, that's it. Everything we single, everything, every single thing we do around here is basically filtered through that purpose statement. And um, um, and then, and so since then, you know, I have a full uh, course catalog that can teach agency owners how to do proposal uh, everything, proposals, automation, follow-up, and all that fun stuff. And in the past uh, year and a half, I have been developing software products that actually um, empower uh, small and medium and large agencies with enterprise-level um, B2B lead generation, generation tools. And so I'm very excited to talk about that today. So. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. Awesome. Uh... I want to start from your methods, how you teach others, you know, you mentioned that you can help uh, with the right knowledge and, uh, you know, I'm interested your methods because um, uh, I often see when students uh, can learn and do nothing or uh, do less than they can do uh, and uh, it's not good because uh, it's not like uh, how much you can learn, it's more how you can implement, how to execute. So. Tell your methods, how to transfer the right data to the students' minds directly. <laughs> well, I will say, first I want to address something you just said about, you know, it's not about learning, it's about taking action and implementing, right? And so yeah. I think in today's society, uh, and I think a lot of coaches out there uh, preach this, that, you know, you should read a book a week or, or, or something along those lines to where you're constantly absorbing new information, but you're not actually pushing that information out. Uh, the reason people do these podcasts and the reason people write books and, and do courses is with the intent that hopefully you'll take it and take action on it. Right. And so um, when I was building my agency, I, I read literally, I think maybe one, two or three books a year, but those books, you know, they were highlighted and they were beat up on and they were, you know, dog yeah. eared you know, I mean, it was, my Bible for that year to fix whatever problem I had in my agency. So that, that I would, I would say, don't stop learning. That's not what I'm saying, but, but, but learn stuff. That's not just free, busy work, learn stuff. That's actually going to change your life. And that, that, that made a big difference for me um, now. And I got so caught up in that. What was the second part of the question again? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like how you uh, 
teach oh. others in simple way too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what I do is I take a three prong approach to it. Okay. It's a very real world type of uh, um, coaching program. I don't care about selling 5,000 courses like most coaches do. In my opinion, I care about getting results. And so here's how I do it. Okay. I have what's called the tribal knowledge. That's my online course content. That's to take you from not knowing anything about whatever topic it is, right? Up to where you have a solid baseline. I then take that and combine that information into a one-on-one -on -one coaching session. And so I'm now applying the tribal, the strategic knowledge, right? Into your specific agency. And then I hold you accountable. So I'll follow up with you and hold you accountable. That's the three parts. We get the tribal basic knowledge to where a lot of times people just don't even know what a you know, uh, uh, KPIs are or call to action or whatever the terminology might be. So we have to get them up to speed on the basic tribal terminology. From there, we customize it specific to their agency and their dreams and their visions. And then from there, I hold them accountable. That's why uh, I have uh, built to my best account about 16 or 17 uh, multiple seven-figure agencies outside of mine, right? <laughs> Meaning... Yeah coaching students. I typically work with about 10 to 12 people a year in my one-on-one -on -one capacity. So, Yeah, love it, love it. Awesome. Yeah, and um, I, I agree. It's not uh, how many books you can read. If you can read uh, a book a week, that's okay, but you need uh, to have this quality reading. I remember when I learned from Bill Gates, he said that he usually makes notes by reading books. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he, he thinks how he can implement uh, this skills, but if you read like my son, you know, he can tell me. Uh, I, I read uh, 50 pages. What okay, tell tell me what you learn from these 50 pages. Um, not a lot. <laughs> so, I, I usually, people, yeah, I think some people just read to make them. I don't know, I'm not quite exactly sure. I think they, I love learning, and so understand I'm always learning, but I'm doing that whether it be short stories or watching your YouTube yeah. or whatever it might be, right? Mm -hmm. But when I get a book and I'm going deep on something, right? Yeah, you can go wide and go deep. So, and when I'm going deep on something, and I mean, I got some back here that still have all my notes and everything in it, you know, mm -hmm. and it's highlighted and it's pinned, you know, it's like, okay, and then I'm calling my leadership team in, hey, what is this, how do we do this here? Yeah. Right? And that to me is how you become successful. You take action on what you're learning, not just to learn to learn, right? I think that's a big, a big differentiator between the, the success stories and the, and the people have a tendency to kind of spin their wheels a little bit. So, Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, once I watched interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, he got the question uh, how he could achieve success in sport, in movies, in politics. And he replied that uh, he always has a clear vision. Yes. He knows his goals, what he wants to achieve. And he doesn't care what haters or any anyone can tell. It's impossible. Just uh, <laughs> uh, change the approach. But um, what I like on this interview, because uh, clear vision is is a must-have in marketing and uh, uh, lead generation everywhere because uh, I see when companies do something because competitors do, they don't know how it works and they don't consider their strong sides, um, unique selling proposition, many things. Uh, cheese, vanity metrics, traffic, uh, likes, comments, it, it doesn't help. Can you tell how to create this? clear vision like Arnold Schwarzenegger did. I mean, like uh, to know what kind of, 
of goals you wanna achieve because if you get some metrics without sales, it's useless. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, kind of explain how I coach towards uh, creating a vision. I will say in, in, in my experience, most of the time people that have a, that, that, that have a higher uh, candidly, okay. Vision breaks down into what's called purpose statement, mission statement. Okay. And then your core values. That's the three pillars of what's called a vision statement. Okay. And your purpose is kind of like your North star. Okay. Meaning it's, 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 it's something you're always going towards, but it's actually never, never attainable. You can actually never go grab the North star. You can't, you know, but it'll guide you and it's guided ships for thousands of years on the right navigation path. And then your mission statement is going to be the actual, the goal, the next three to five or five to seven year goal and the core values, not to get into all that. But in my opinion, that purpose statement that is kind of defines your, your, your higher calling, your North star, the thing that can never be achieved. It really comes from, you know, from here. And so let me explain how, how I did it. And I know we're on a podcast you can't see, but if, if you see the video over my shoulder, right here, <laughs> there's a yeah. painting that my mom painted for my first agency. And the whole purpose, the, the vision statement behind that was to level the playing field between big business and small business. I felt like big business had an unfair competitive advantage. I didn't like it. I drove me nuts. So I dove head first into solving that problem. And that never changed. The, all the way mm -hmm. to the day I sold it, right? It never changed. We reworded it a little bit. Okay. And actually we distilled it down to help small businesses succeed is where it ended up. But ultimately that's where it started. Now, and this one, that one, sorry, right there, okay, is mm -hmm. exactly what I just got through saying, is to make agency owners' lives easier. And I feel that at my core. It's not something I made up. It's not something I read out of a book. I felt that, and then I defined my vision in words. So make sure whatever you're doing, okay, a purpose is not something that changes every year or two or 10 or 50, okay? A purpose is something you were born with. I'm sorry, uh, it's more like it, in business terms, if you're born, it means when you start your business, right? Uh, uh, when you give birth to your new business per se, your purpose stays that way for the most part forever. You might can alter it a little bit, but very few changes, right? And so just make sure whatever you're doing, purpose is never around money, okay? Purpose is never around material things. Purpose is a higher calling that comes from the heart that you're attempting to literally change something of substance like people's lives or the unfair advantage that big business has over small business or, you know, insert whatever it is you want to change. That to me is where a successful purpose statement comes from. And when you have a successful purpose, uh, mission and core values, then the vision becomes easy. You get a team all beating to the same drum and now it becomes magical. Nice. I couldn't agree more because yeah, I remember, my failure, you know, when I started one project mm -hmm. because of chasing money, you know, I felt that I could earn a lot of money easily uh, because uh, I found the gap in one niche. Uh, but uh, no, I wasted resources for three years, hired a lot of people, you know. Uh, uh, but uh, after three years, I quit. I uh, quit. I gave up because uh, I hated Monday. I loved Friday. That was not my passion. Far away from my uh, understanding of this life. So I quit and uh, I, I couldn't agree more because you need to love what you do. You need to have this passion. You need, uh, if you chase money, if you uh, chase some wealth, it doesn't work. It uh, will not get you through the bad times. It will not get you through. Uh, 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 whenever 
for lack of a better term, the shit's hitting the fan and it's going to mm-hmm. guaranteed. Okay. Like if you yeah. think it's not, then, you know, I don't know how to answer that question, but I promise you it's going to. And when it does, and it'll be repeated, it'll be almost like it's never ending sometimes. Okay. I'm not trying to paint a bad picture here, but mm-hmm. we're solving big problems a lot of times. Right. So, uh, if you don't have a true calling, and again, money is never it. If money and greed is it, okay, then you don't have a purpose. You have a goal, a, a financial goal, which is admirable. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-hmm. But if you want to build a larger, sustainable, highly uh, reputable type company that you can be proud of and, and and showcase and maybe even hand down to your kids or whatever you want to do with it, it is going to start and end with the vision statement, purpose, mission, and core values guaranteed. So, and I know that, by the way, I, my first agency won top company culture and entrepreneur magazine uh, uh, in this small enterprise uh, in 2015. And the year after I sold it, I can't take credit for that one. They did that on their own, but the 2015, I can take credit on, um, you know, so, and we were, you know, again, and all that stems from just having a higher calling that North star chasing that, that unattainable vision uh, that always guides you in the right direction. Though, so. Nice, nice. Yeah, we should record this episode before I started this business. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, today, uh, no worries, uh, it happened. And uh, it's not my one failure. I think failing is part of the process, you know, <laughs> because okay. I usually start from yeah, best practices, generic uh, strategies, then I can adapt, find what actually will work. And yeah, for me, it's important to enjoy the process. If you don't, That's it. Yeah. You know, what I usually see when people ask, what actually work today, like video, articles, I don't know, social media, everything, everything works, but you need to love it. If I don't like to film short videos, I don't need to go to TikTok. Uh, you, you can go to TikTok if you can hire someone who can decide this problem. If you want to do yourself, Avoid it if you don't like it. If you enjoy filming short videos, why not? Yeah, go to TikTok, go to Instagram Reels, to any place. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it, love it. Yeah, yeah. Le, you mentioned a few times about your course. You know, we have millions course today. I have my course, you know, and when I decided to create my course, uh, the main goal was uh, to satisfy intent of uh, some customers that um, come to my agency. And if I see they have no the right knowledge, we decided to create the course. And mm-hmm. um, we have our strong side, unique selling proposition, because uh, I cooperated with many great experts, Lily Ray, Jeff Coyle, Mike Phillips, uh, Chelsea, all prominent experts uh, who uh, got mentions on Forbes, uh, Search Engine Journal. Uh, yeah, uh, great people. And... Um, We created this course because uh, we didn't want to create one more course. Our goal was to create something new, valuable uh, from experts with practical tips. It costs like $20 on Udemy. Not a lot. It's not our business model. But uh, yeah, uh, and if I see the gap of knowledge, I tell, take my course or go to YouTube, go to Google. Doesn't matter. Find books, get the basic. Then we can... Yeah, we can understand each other. Can you tell about benefits that I can get, my audience can get by taking your course? Uh, what kind of value we can get? Because a million courses are there, so we need to know <laughs> why your course is better. 
Well, I'll tell you why I think mine's better, and I'll tell you also why my students uh, think, feel, and know it's better. And mine actually uh, it touches on a point you just got to saying, uh, the basics, okay? And so most people get so caught up in the shiny object, they're chasing the next squirrel or, you know, they're chasing the next cool thing. Well, I hate to break it to you, but if you want to be successful, there's some very fundamental things you've got to get in place, okay? One is leadership. I have an, I, I have, it's called the agency roadmap. And so it literally guides you from step one all the way through. Okay. Step one is determining your niche, right? Which direction or what are you going to, who are you going to target? Step two is to get your products in place. Step three, you get a proposal to sell the products to the target audience. And it goes through that whole process. And so it teaches you sales and marketing automation, the fundamentals, how to get it in place. It's not the most advanced thing, but it's timeless and it works. Niching down again, timeless. It works. Product lines, again, timeless. It just works, okay? Same thing with proposals, same thing with business development, same thing with my project management uh, system, you know, legal agreements, scope documents, and all of that fun stuff. So the reason mine works and the reason I haven't even updated it since I think 2018 is because it's timeless and it works for every single agency. It is not the shiniest object. It is not the sexiest topic. But it is the shovel and the pickaxe and the hammer you need to build your house, right? And without these fundamentals, okay, you're going to have a very difficult time because you're always going to be spinning your wheels, okay? And so make sure you get a hold of, of a full system. Uh, uh, just a minute ago, I heard you mention that you can go to Google and you can do this. And, and I personally think that that's, uh, 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 I mean, everybody can go to Google for individual things. But when you're trying to build something of substance, you need the entire system. Because if you take, you know, uh, uh, sales and marketing tips from here and combine it with uh, just social media management here and a proposal over here where they're all disjointed, right? They don't talk. They're not saying the same things. They're three completely different systems, right? So mm -hmm. make sure you get a full system that teaches you everything and it's all connected because that's what a business is. It's like your body, okay? You can't take yeah. one organ out of your body and expect your body to work. That's not how this works. Same thing in your business. There are certain things you have to have there, okay? Again, leadership, proposals, sales and marketing, project management, niching down, product lines, you know, these, all of these should sound familiar, okay? And whenever you get these things in place, you get, I'm a Southern guy, it's called football, so blocking, and it's like you get the basics taken care of. And now everything from that point forward gets so much easier. Like, and I mean everything. I mean everything. <laughs> Paying bit, every cash flow, everything gets better when you have a full system and you start from the beginning, go all the way through and work it through. It, it, it's just the right path to go. So. Yeah, nice. Well, mine is my my stuff is timeless. It has worked for decades, hell, centuries, if you want to. I applied my old school. I was raised by an entrepreneur, and my grandfather was an entrepreneur. I went to college for business, so I learned all of the old school ways, if that makes any sense. And then I applied it to digital, and that is the unique nature in mine. It takes timeless business tactics and strategies with cutting edge technology and tools, and allows you to build the agency that you dreamed of when you first started your business. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'll submit this course in the description, guys. So if you want to take it, take it because you can see it works everywhere. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's on all the, the... Yeah, marketingagencycoach.com if you want to learn more about that. So. Okay, nice, nice. Um, you mentioned that you can help to use automation uh, in the process. And yeah. what I see when uh, salespeople and marketers can lose uh personalization you know if they yeah. use automation they can lose it and yeah. i get a lot of emails every single day people 
trying to sell me gas pods, I don't know, link building, m- many things. Uh, I'm not their audience. They don't know anything about me. But the best place where I lead all these messages, my spam inbox, they can spend time together, communicate, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, uh, I think it's not only my issue. Everyone gets such messages every single day, plus 100 emails a day. Uh, I get the same on LinkedIn. Uh, can you tell how to uh, use personalization yes, I can. in automation? Yeah. And uh, this is actually my wheelhouse. My first agency was a marketing automation agency. That's what I did. You know, we, mm-hmm. built, we built stuff for, I mean, Damon, John, you name it. Every, I mean, the country of Fiji, you know, all a bunch of huge names, right? So anyway, so I could not agree more with you on this. People have a tendency to just throw automation out there. So let me explain how I coach to this. Uh, one, it starts with the B2B lead generation platform. It's called agencysonar.com. Okay. The reason that that's important is because it's going to give you warm leads instead of having a carpet bomb cold emails. It's a game, absolute game changer. So now you're getting warm leads instead of cold emails. That is the first step. Okay. Cold emails are good. They work. Not arguing that. Okay. But it's better to talk to people with real intent, meaning they came to your website or something. They, they, they raised their hand. Okay, so always have an inbound strategy where you're getting new blood in the door, uh, new prospects or whatever in the door. Now, in that system, the agency sonar system that I just mentioned, we built out a full automated automated follow up system. But here's the difference. In the very first email, we deliver what's called overwhelming value. How do we do that uniquely to the prospect? Right. How do we do that when you want to do it to 100 people? or or 10 or 20 or whatever it is. Well, agency sonar tells me all their pain points. They visited my website. They went to web design. They went to SEO and they went to social media services. That's their pain points. That's what they're interested in. So in our system, we allow you to actually showcase your expertise. So you see what they're interested in. You have their first name, last name, cell phone numbers, all of it, because our system gives you not only the company information, it actually gives you the individual personal contact information with one button, go straight into GoFollow. From there, you pull up your Loom video, you go to their website, and you show your expertise. You run a web audit, you go through the web audit, you compare to what they see in the web audit to what you see on the on their web page. It's about a three or four minute video. You take the embed code, you put it into one field. That's it. And then hit go. From there, all the personalization and automation are taken care of because you took the time to do a three or four minute video showcasing your expertise. So it sends out the email. It has an animated GIF with your face in the bottom corner, right? It has mm-hmm. a picture of their website, of you going through their website. So you're delivering overwhelming value up front without expecting anything in return. That is how you drive a lot of leads and give personalization, okay, to like real content to real people with real pain points. That is how we do it. Now, from that point forward, it takes some of that video and it takes all the what's called custom events in the system and it puts in your name, their name, their phone number. You can even have their kids' names in there. It is insane, but it bleeds it down through the whole thing. So every email they're getting and every voice drop they're getting, okay, is custom and unique to them. I know that sounds crazy, but it's unbelievably powerful and it works. I mean, our agencies are absolutely crushing it. We, we guarantee to double and trip your leads 
from your existing traffic. And we guarantee that this warm lead, we call it the warm lead indoctrination campaign. That's the name of the campaign we do. Okay. It's going to close a lot more business out of that. You just got to learn the system. Right. And once you learn the system, it's easy. It's like, it's like, you know, shooting fish in a barrel. So, yeah, I think easy if you have experience, if you know how to do it. Well, and that's, the thing. well that's the thing. So we have all yeah. that experience. Me and my team, it's about over 100 plus years of experience in digital. Okay, yeah. so You don't have to. All you got to do is see because it notifies you. Hey, you got a lead on your website. Okay, here's the company yeah. information. Here's the people you should call at that company. Now go record a video and you're done. I mean, yeah. it really takes nice. three minutes. It's unbelievably powerful. So. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, you know, I, I love to learn uh, marketing from big brands. For example, Apple. I remember when Tim Cook, pre uh, uh, when Tim Cook uh, uh, shared the story about new Apple Watch. After yep. that, I bought three pairs. You know, yep. for me, for my son, uh, for my yep. wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't have it on, but I love mine. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You know. Uh, I bought three pairs because these guys probably kill me, you know, if I buy only for myself. But anyway, you know, and uh, what uh, I like to learn from Apple, uh, how uh, Tim Cook shared three stories about new Apple Watch. And uh, you mentioned about pain points. And Tim Cook touched the point. He touched my pain points. He explained uh, and showed three stories how Apple Watch can decide my problems simplify my life many things uh, but i often see when uh, companies submit a lot of features that we are great we have uh, a bunch of features uh, apple has these features but uh, apple didn't pay attention uh, in presentations to these features because uh, other brands might have the same features you know and but uh, tim cook uh, learn the points, you know, and explain in simple way how Apple Watch can decide my problems. Can you tell how to do it, how to provoke such, uh, I mean, like how to create uh, such marketing or sales methods to touch uh, the point, uh, I mean, like to touch problems, people problems and uh, get their pain points. Yeah, so there's a fundamental when I started learning marketing, I kind of took a little bit of a different approach to it than a lot of people did, meaning they'll go out there and find a guru or a book or whatever and read kind of thing. Me, I took a little bit of an approach. I kind of, again, old school. I went and actually studied human psychology and human sociology, right? That's kind of, if you think about it, everything mm -hmm. we do, every single thing we do in the marketing world literally comes off of human psychology and human sociology. So let me explain why that's important, okay? I'm sure most of you know this, but literally 100% of your decisions begin and end with emotion. They're not logical. Yeah. We validate them with our big brains. Let me give you an example. Uh, somebody wants to buy a convertible Porsche, whatever it is. Logically, there's no need to buy a convertible Turbo Red Porsche. You can buy any car to get point A to B. Why would you want to buy the $400,000 car, you know, the big Mac daddy car? Well, it's because, you know, maybe his friend bought one and he wants to keep up with the Joneses or maybe it reminds him of a Porsche he had in high school. But I promise you there is an emotional reason as to why they are seeking out that type of car. Now, logically, when they go to actually make the decisions around that, okay, what, that, what I just said was what's called emotional hook. And then you have what's called psychological hurdles. The hook will always be satisfied. The hurdles are different. So...
back to the convertible turbo red Porsche. There's no need to buy that. He could have went and easily bought a Camaro convertible for $200,000 cheaper, but he really wanted that one for whatever emotional reason. Now he's going to go, is it safe enough to take my granddaughter to church on Sunday? How much does it cost to replace the tires? Does it get good gas mileage? So you're logically going to start to validate the emotion. Okay. I say all of this because the emotion, that's the pain point. Okay. That is the pain point you have to focus on. So let me give you a real world example. With agencysonar.com, when somebody lands on your site, it says, hey, this company is on there and they visited your web design page or they did. They visited your social media services page, insert whatever services they are. These people still think that they're anonymous. So when they're doing this, they're solving a pain. Their website sucks or it's not converting and they want a new website. They're letting you, their actions are actually telling you what their pain points are. I'm not guessing. Mm -hmm. They tell me right there. I see it right in front of me. From that pain point, you do these little audits and these videos, and this applies to everything else. Once you understand the pain point, marketing becomes easy. You have to learn to get to the pain point. So I ask logical questions as to why did we decide to go this route? What is that about? Just keep asking the questions, and they will eventually get to them. A little pro tip. You ready? Yeah. Almost always. Within the first 30 seconds to 60 seconds that a prospect is on the phone with you, they will almost blurt out their pain point by accident mm -hmm. because it's been festering in them for months. They didn't want to fix that website for years or whatever, and they get on the phone and they'll blurt it out. Then you'll see they'll catch themselves. Oh, I'm on the phone with a website sales guy. I got to be, I got to put my guard up now, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of times they'll tell you right up front. And if you don't get it right up front, be patient. Keep asking the questions and find out, find out the emotional real reason that they're there. When you know that, it is so easy to overcome it. And again, when you have tools like agency sonar, it'll it's black and white. You don't have to figure anything out. It figures it out for you. It's right in front of you. So. Nice, nice. Awesome. Yeah, valuable. Interesting. I want to ask about mistakes. Okay. I mentioned about one of my mistake that I did with this uh, project. It's not only one. I, I had other terrible mistakes as well. But I don't know another way how to learn. And uh, I found that we have two types of mistakes. The first that you can avoid by learning from others. The second, you need to do it uh, and to learn from this mistake. Can you list mistakes that we can avoid? From your experience, you see that companies, students still do, and your tips how to find another way. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, let me, let me first, you, a while ago you said failure is something, basically it's part of a success, okay? The way yeah. I always do this is like, in my opinion, uh, failure, those are the stepping stones to success. Without embracing failure, you cannot be successful, period. It's not going to happen. If you think you're going to do everything perfectly, you're wrong. Okay. Yeah. You're wrong. You will make mistakes. Guarantee you will screw up. Embrace the, the journey. Like you were saying a while ago, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. That's how you're doing it. And here's the shine. Here's the good news. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I have personally failed tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands of times. I've only been successful a few times. Mm -hmm. I'm a successful dad. I was a success, successful business owner. And I've been successful in a few other things, but literally just a few things. I have literally failed hundreds of thousands of times in my journey on the way to becoming successful. That's it. I mean, it's not rocket science. It literally is it. Embrace the failures. Now, I'll also say 
you know, don't make huge mistakes. You need to make sure and mitigate those kind of mistakes. Okay. So if you want to give, you asked me to give you a list. Okay. And one of the biggest mistakes that agencies out there make is they don't define what they're selling. They're literally making it up in the damn sales call. Like for real. Oh, I can do that. You know, that, that kind of mentality, right? That is a, that is an absolute kiss of death. Okay. It's going to lead you into what's called scope creep, uh, which is going to eat all of your profit. And you're going to end up in the exact same spot you were 90 days ago now. Okay. And you will repeat that cycle over and over and over. So get a product line. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be sexy. It's just got to be a product line that is predefined. Begin with the end in mind. Okay. Predefined up front. And then you go sell that. I, this is here. I'll tell you one product. Uh, we sell a 10 page website. Uh, I own 20% of an agency uh, down here. Uh, and, and we sell it for $3,000 and they have to pick from a framework. They can't, it's not a custom design. They pick from a framework. We style it out for them. Highly profitable. We make uh, between a thousand to $1,500 per site. We build every single one of them sold for $3,000. Every one of them is black and white. You get ABCDD. This is exactly what you get done. Now, if they want to customize that package, do you think they're going to perceive it to be more expensive or less expensive? You want something custom, it's always more expensive, right? You go buy a product, it's cheaper. So simply by having that product, it's going to allow you to have what's called a compare contrast. So now you can wear it, sell custom websites for 10000 instead of 2500 simply by having a product line, right? So get a product line in place, okay? That is absolutely one of the most fundamental mistakes that everybody makes. Make sure you have a precise target audience. Now you can cater your product line to your target audience like a lawyer. They always need forms, the ability to pay fees online. There's certain unique things that lawyers need on their website. Now you can have a website package specific for lawyers for $3,000. So define your target audience, define your products. You get those two things done and a lot of the other mistakes that I could list for you go away. Nice, nice. Yeah, I love it, love it. Yeah, because... Yeah, I, I made some terrible mistakes uh, in 2008. You know, I, I had financial company and uh, someone asked me to become a partner with good money, real good money, you know, but I denied. Uh, I, I had uh, other goals, but the world crisis changed everything. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, I didn't know that something can exist in this life that can smash you for two months. You know, everything that you invested uh, to live with a lot of debts. So, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, today. Uh, I don't worry about that. I got experience. I got experience that uh, if everything looks fine, you need to have a reserve fund. You need to be ready that things change fast because we live on this world, you know, crazy world. <laughs> uh, Lee, I want to ask about one aspect that was simple to ignore, hard today, impossible to tomorrow about AI. Now AI is everywhere. Oh, yeah. I spoke with, yeah, with Jeff Coyle, co-founder of Market News. He told me that in the future we'll have three companies. The first company will develop AI, the second implement, and the third will be obsolete. Who can leave the trade? Uh, so uh, I think it's uh, I use AI a lot, uh, and I see when people, content creators, overuse AI to create generic prompts, uh, nothing special. And I cooperate with many great experts who can post on Forbes, Investopedia, many other great websites. 
And even these people can overuse AI to create generic content. Um, and uh, I, I used, I played a lot with uh, prompts and uh, we got mentioned on CNN because of uh, ChatGPT that uh, helped us. Uh, my PR manager re uh, replied to me that it's the first time for 60 years of her career CNN replied and even mentioned, you know, our press release. Sure. So, yeah, I think if you use it smart, you can get results. Tell how you adapt to AI world and how you want to change your approaches by using AI. It actually goes back to that personalization uh, topic that we were just, you know, a few minutes ago talking about. It's mm -hmm. funny. I actually, um, uh, Agency Sonar has partners. That means you can go out there and, you know, uh, resell it and all these different things. And so we had our group coaching call with our partner channels um, yesterday. And the topic was uh, chat GPT and how to go about using it to deliver overwhelming value and highly personalized emails. And so I can give you some tips from that. I do agree with you, though. I think a lot of people are using it to create a lot of generic content. And I, and I, uh, you know, as with everything else, the human eye will get trained to see that type of generic content, right? So we'll see that oh, that's BS. They didn't put a lot of time into it or whatever. We'll figure it out. But in this case, what I did is I had the end goal in mind, and that is to deliver a, a highly personalized, I'm talking you went to college at UMass, you studied this, you played football, you know, I mean, like unbelievably personalized emails. And so I went out and developed the top three uh, tools you need to, to use. And one of them, by the way, is going to be in 4.0. Um, they have the web browsing capability now, which is a game changer. So I'm sure you've already discussed that on, at another time, but that's that's huge. So what we do then is we educate the chatbot with the websites we want. Here's here's the guy we want to get. Here's his three competitors, those type of things. Now, based upon all everything you read, I want you to write up. I'm sorry, actually, what I asked to do is do a SWOT analysis between all four of them first, right? Mm -hmm. And then I said, create a company to compete with those four pit companies and tell me how to beat those four companies. Right. The point I'm trying to make here is that I had a process, a goal to get to a highly personalized email. OK. And so a lot of people just throw crap up against the wall and chat GPT. OK. And it's the exact same thing in Google and anything else. In good input equals good output. Bad input also equals bad output. OK. So have again, begin with the end in mind. Think about what you're looking for and then go research the prompts that are going to help you get there. I, I would like to kind of drop. There are a few prompts that, that I think everybody should know about. Let me pull this up real quick. I can't I don't remember them all off the top of my head here, but um, one of them is going to be prompt smart. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with prompt smart. One of them is called Talkberry, And then one of them is called prompt genius. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, all, uh, I hope I didn't, you know, I didn't, I'm not sure if any, I'm not sure if that's competitive. I hope they're not, but I mean, um, they, you know, they, they, they really help, right. They help you determine which prompts are out there. Once you get the right prompts, you can save them, hit a button, boom, it's in. Uh, and it's just a really, really cool tools that can help you do that. So nice, nice. Awesome. Awesome. And, um, I have the final question about, uh, your experience. Um, I found that, yeah, for me, uh, it's important to cooperate with people who understand uh, what we are doing. Uh, if they don't, I tell them, take my course, turn on Google, YouTube, just get the basic. Uh, if they understand, then we know why we need to create high quality content, what kind of content to create, uh, how it's important to stand out from the rest, many things. Uh, let's imagine 
You started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. It's your first day in B2B lead generation. What will you do today differently to learn about this topic? About B2B lead, uh, B2B lead generation specifically, um, actually, I would lean into big data, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, as Candidly, AI is not going to drive as many leads as you think it's going to. Okay, it's just... <laughs> My dogs are out there about to go nuts too. Anyway, all right, sorry. Um, uh, that's that's too funny. Um, but um, uh, I would lean in lean into big data. This is by far the most powerful lead generation tool. And here's what I mean by that. Okay, is your laptop, your phone, it doesn't matter what it is. Any digital device is going to create what's called a fingerprint, like a digital. Oh my gosh, look at that! Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> that is a beautiful dog. Anyway, yeah. uh, you know, and your laptop, your search history, your everything creates what's called a digital fingerprint. Okay, well, these digital fingerprints are actually archived and stored in data aggregation uh, companies. Okay, uh, Clearbit, uh, there's a dozen, there's a ton, Equifax, dozen brands, there's, there's, there's a bunch of them. Out, okay. So the reason all of that is important is because maybe a lot of you have heard of Zoom Info, okay, and they can pull back the company information, which is all good. But whenever you can take that digital fingerprint and you can match that fingerprint of someone who came to your website and then match that to the pain points that they navigated to on your website, it really opens up everything. And so here's what happens, okay? When you can learn to read your prospect's digital fingerprint, you now gain such transparency and actionable this is the most important thing actionable intelligence for your prospects yeah right? okay so listen man i'm gonna let me give you a real world scenario on how this actually manifests itself you have a website let's say you're a smaller agency you have 200 to 500 people visiting your website okay well in the past let's just say we'll do 500 to keep the math simple. You might get what, three, four opt-ins, maybe four or five opt-ins or request over the course of the month, right? One to 2%, which is pretty standard, industry standard. When you understand and can read the digital uh, fingerprint, okay, the same amount of traffic, 500 people, you're going to get up to about 20%, almost 100 company records with people that are telling you their exact pain points, so you went from having two leads to 100 opportunities. Hence why that personalization follow-up system I was talking about a while ago is so important because now instead of trying to follow up with two of them, you're following up with 50. But the opportunity explodes. It's literally is at your fingertips, not you know, to be too teasy. You literally can pick and choose who you want to follow up with. You can pick and choose who you want to sell and what you want to sell because you have access to their almost DNA-like fingerprint of their business before they even know you have that. It is an absolute game changer technology. And I would advise everybody out there to lean into uh, what's called big data. Okay. Uh, the technical terms, what's called IP intelligence lookup records. Okay. And they do that based off of your Mac address, your IP address, your browsers, your browser screen types, your histories, all of these things. It's thousands of data points and it generates a fingerprint for you and your laptop. When you have the tools to learn how to ring the, re, read the fingerprints and then take actionable intelligence and act on it, it literally will absolutely explode the amount of opportunities you get in your agency. So that is where I would lean into understanding how to read big data into a simple, to, easy to use fingerprint that allows you to explode your opportunities for your agency. So.
Nice, nice. Valuable. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. Lee, it's a big pleasure to get in my shell to learn from you. You lead me to an emergency room. I need to spend time <laughs> to consume all this information. <laughs> yeah. Tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Okay. Yeah, no, um, for all of my coaching and online courses and what I call the tribal knowledge side of things, marketingagencycoach.com. And mm -hmm. if you want to learn how to read that digital fingerprint and get a lot of leads for very, very cheap, I would go to agencysonar.com. Nice, nice, guys. You can find the links in the description below. You can find social media accounts in the description. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.